Welcome to Faith Family in the Forest. I'm Oliver. And I'm Annabeth. Faith Family in the Forest is a podcast about just that, our faith, our family, and our experiences as Oliver is in the Air Force. And on today's episode, we talk about splitting time with our families during the holidays and all around the year. But first, a word from our sponsor. Today's episode is sponsored by C2C with Love. This military spouse-owned company connects you and your loved one during deployment through care package sticker kits. These sticker kits make it easy to send fun and creative care packages. I wish I had known about this company when Oliver was deployed. The peel and stick application makes it quick and easy to apply, plus it's so cute and affordable. Follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest at C2C with Love or go to their website, shop C2Cwithlove.com, which is in the description. And use code FAITHFAMILYFORCE, all caps, all one word, to get 10% off. That's FAITHFAMILYFORCE at checkout. What's going on, guys? Okay, so splitting time between families. Splitting time between families. This is a big topic, sometimes a big issue when people get married. So what do you mean splitting time? Well... Most people, when you get married, have parents, siblings, grandparents, aunts, uncles, each of them. So somehow you have to see both families, both sides of the family. Ah, so you mean to tell me that during the holidays, it can already be a stressful time and Mm -hmm. then it's just going to be compounded. Yes, or just in general when you're visiting vacation times all of that yeah absolutely so visiting families yes splitting time between each other Mm -hmm. and each other's family and what to do yes we're not experts at this we just are gonna share kind of what has worked for us yeah i I think we got it figured out for For our our situation situation. yeah (laughs) that's the key and i will say i think everyone can figure this out if everyone is mature and likes each other yes but when people are immature and don't like each other don't get along that's when the problems start right so it's like that old thing you marry you don't just marry your wife or your husband you marry their family and i think this is where it becomes very apparent is trying to figure out who and where and when you're seeing each other for the holidays or Mm -hmm. just during whatever time of year. Yeah. And it's hard too, because when you get married, you're both coming in with traditions that you've done most of your life, probably. Yes. Of always spending Christmas at grandma's house or always like opening presents on Christmas Eve or like Every summer we go to Florida, you know, or whatever. Right. Um, And then you have another person and they're like, well, every summer we go to Colorado and every we don't open our presents until New Year's Eve or, you know, whatever. And you think you'd have this kind of figured out like when you're engaged, but it just seems different then. You're like more willing to do what the other person wants to, I guess. It's kind of weird. And then once you have kids, it's just a whole, brings a whole new thing into it because you want to start making your own traditions with your kids and everybody wants to see the grandkids and all of that. So yeah, absolutely. 
So what is one tradition that your family has before we get started? Um, well, specifically for Christmas, we go to my grandmother's house on Christmas Day and we eat hamburgers. <laughs> wow. Uh, honestly, it's a pretty good tradition. We've upheld that one as much as possible. And I think literally every Christmas since we've been together. So yeah. it works out good. One of my traditions my family has, I would say probably is more geared toward Easter. My mom's mm -hmm. always put in a huge effort to do like an Easter brunch. And even though I've missed it, you know, a couple Easter's, I've always feel guilty not like being there for Easter brunch. Yeah. So this is going to look different for everyone because some people live near their families. Some people, especially like with the military, you have, we know people in all these situations. Um, some people there, like Oliver's family and my family live in the same area still. So it's a little bit easier when we go back home we can see both families at the same time some people though like the one person's parents and family lives in utah and the other person's people live in louisiana like not close together yeah. so then you have to decide okay where are we going how are we going to split this up you know all of that so that makes it a little bit more difficult yeah, absolutely. I mean, that is like absolutely worst case, right? As if you are geographically separated, say you're in Florida, your parents are in Utah and her parents are in Louisiana or wherever, right? Think California, New York, and you're in the middle somewhere. And it's just, you have to make a decision. And so what are, what are some of your options here? Okay. So with anything, we think the biggest thing is planning ahead of time and communicating that to everyone involved. <laughs> How early is too early? Or what's the appropriate amount of time to plan for Christmas, your Thanksgiving, your big, your biggins? Honestly, once you kind of get a routine down with this, then people just know. Like Oliver and I went when I think we got engaged that year we started, we're hosting Thanksgiving. Like everyone is invited. If you come, you come. If you don't, that's fine. But like we're going to have Thanksgiving at our house every year. And now people just know that. Um, and then like Christmas, we like Oliver said, we still usually spend it at my grandmother's house. Um, but we still see Oliver's family at some point. And I think that's a big thing, too, of you don't everyone has to realize like you don't have to celebrate christmas on christmas day you don't have to celebrate yes. halloween on halloween like you can do stuff the week before the week after two a month after if you need to like we have kind of celebrated christmas with oliver's sister and brother-in-law and niece in january and february the past two years so yeah, you know. I think that's a that's a huge testament and a huge military thing, right? Because you're going to be gone for deployments or TDYs. You're going to miss holidays. And so I think if you can wrap yourself in that whole idea and really embrace that the holiday isn't just a date. It's really 
when you're together celebrating whatever that holiday is for. And that doesn't have to be, yes, it's nice having Christmas on the 24th, 25th of December and Thanksgiving at the appropriate time. But the point is being together, that togetherness. Mm -hmm, For sure. And to answer your question, because I didn't really answer it, we sit down at the beginning of each year, like in January, and kind of look out in our calendar of big things coming up if we have vacations or Oliver has work trips or anything like that pretty like for the next five to six months like through summertime yeah and we write all that tentatively on our calendars and so I would say like you can do that with holidays birthdays like summer vacation anything like that like letting people know anywhere from you know, three to six months in advance. And then you can do that again, like right before school starts back, like in the end of July, beginning of August and start, you know, from there and go through Christmas and letting people know like, hey, tentatively, like we are having Jude's birthday party this weekend. Like, even though that's four months from now, just so y'all know if you want to plan to take off work or to get a flight or anything like that. Yeah, definitely. Um, I, the communication piece can't be stressed enough. And this even gets more convoluted, right? I have a brother and sister and that's an only child, of course. And (laughs) so my mom and my parents have to think about, Oh, well, what are we going to do with the other kids? And so like, this isn't an easy thing to necessarily do. And I'm just going to tell you like some holidays is going to be stressful. Even if you Mm -hmm. try your hardest and plan because you you have to think about it being fair as well as it just might not work out the way you want it to work out right and also it's okay if you're not with those people on christmas day like if y'all don't spend celebrate christmas one year like that's okay and i know some people like trade back and forth of like okay this year we're going to spend thanksgiving with your parents and we're going to spend christmas with my parents and then the next year they reverse that um that's a good way to do it I think it's just really you have to find what works for you and again like communicate that to people and say sorry if you don't like it but this is what we're doing yeah (laughs) in a nice way but you know my growing up like my we always went to grandmother's house like I said but my dad had to tell his parents and now there's divorced and so we have two set like three sets of grandparents um and he like had to tell them like we are not trying to go to everyone's house on christmas day like that is not happening y'all can pick a different day you know and now they're like everybody's cool with that they just know that's what we do and so again i think saying it in a nice way but kind of putting your foot down sometimes yeah absolutely it can be so frustrating for both sides of the party but at the end of the day being empathetic, communicating it, and being a little stern sometimes mm-hmm. and being like, hey, if we're doing this trading off, for example, like we're doing Christmas here and Thanksgiving there and we're going to switch next year and switch the year after that, you have to commit to that because it isn't fair if you do two Christmases here and two Christmases there or whatever the case is, right? Like it can be really, it can be messy and it can get emotional. And that's yeah. what it does suck dealing with this 
and trying to come up with a good solution and really think about it is going to pay huge dividends Mm -hmm. and also save some emotional stress. Yeah. And I think it's okay too to just include both families if you are hosting or if you want to go, you know, y'all are going on to Disney World for one summer or whatever, invite both of them. Like, that's okay. And hopefully they can get along. (laughs) you know and make some memories and having all all the parents there grandparents there yes I love that idea of meeting in the middle somewhere Mm -hmm. especially for that situation where your parents may live in California and her parents may live in New York and just being like well we're meeting in Atlanta or we're meeting in Texas or somewhere random and making good memories of it for sure and even then like you can still split time between families. You can say, hey, tonight, like, Oliver and I are going to go eat dinner with Oliver's parents, and y'all can stay home and babysit Jude. And then the next night, we'll do the same thing, but we'll go with y'all, and Oliver's parents can stay and watch Jude. You know, you can still, even within that, find, even if you're all together, find ways to split the time so that people still get their one-on-one time with everybody. Definitely. I love that idea because that's like two dinners in a row for us. Without Jude. Yeah. Yeah. But okay. So what would you say of, I would say asking people to, and realizing you do not have to like try to meet everyone's needs and give everybody what they want of like, if your mom is really, really wants you to be there for Easter, like this just, you can't meet everybody's expectations, but I think it is good to ask, like maybe your dad really cares about this random, like flag day. <laughs> it's super important to him. Yeah. Um, so I think it is good to ask like, okay, what do you, like if we could come to everything or if we can only come to one thing, like what would you want us to come to just to see what people's priorities are and like what mm. they also have planned. Yeah. I love that. Figuring out, what is not like an ultimatum but like what is the preferred Mm -hmm. day and maybe with that like knowing that you can start to really be like well this is important to you so we're going to make it important to us yes and this other day isn't as important as that one so we're gonna do this thing with some their my other family or whatever the case is totally yeah for some families like new year's eve is just nothing like they still go to bed at nine o'clock or whatever. That's how I am. Yeah. And for other families, New Year's Eve is a huge deal. So you could kind of figure that out within your family unit, I guess. But what would you say? I want you to answer this because you have dealt with this. When you ask people or you say, hey, we're going to be in town. And when do you want us to come over? What would you like to do? And they say, Oh, I don't care. I don't want to bother you. <laughs> Are you, you. talking my mother right now? <laughs> Which I know she means well, but you are. <laughs> yes, I know she means well, but sometimes when she's like, Oh, I don't care. Whatever's going to work for y'all. And then she gets her feelings hurt or gets upset because we didn't see her as much as she wanted, but she didn't communicate that. Yes. I think you just answered your own question (laughs) with the last two things you said. It's frustrating, right? Um, When your parent is too whimsical and carefree and I've noticed this and it's just not me. It's a lot of my colleagues and other people talking like Mm -hmm. they're 
empty nesters. They've gotten used to that lifestyle. And so then when you try to go back and spend some quality time, you're probably used to a little bit more structure, especially if you have kids and you have routines and stuff. And then your parents are like, oh, we'll just play it by ear. We're flexible. We're easy, whatever. It's like, that's nice and all, but I have this, this, and this that have to happen, this nap time, this, all these things. And you have your own schedule that you're trying to accomplish. Mm-hmm. And that's something I would recommend anytime you're going to be around family is to have what I like to call as like a loosely defined schedule. Mm-hmm. Like certain things are like, you're not talking like your whole day isn't planned out, but you have maybe an event that day and everything kind of revolves around that one thing, even if it's like going to the park or a dinner with your grandparents. And so that's the thing that can't change. So everything has to accompany that. Mm -hmm. And so the biggest thing I would say with that is you have to be a little stern and say, no, I've learned my lesson or somebody (laughs) told me some advice. We're going to avoid this upsetness. Let's just pencil in a time and place and then let's get together then and let's talk about it, Yeah, you know, and let's, let's get together, have fun. And then do we fill your emotional needs as we're all here together as a family or whatever the case is? Yeah. That's good. Yeah. I mean, we've, I deal with that like every time I go home. So <laughs> yeah. Okay. And then, so what about for people that have one set of parents that do live close to them and the other set that lives far away? Yes. So if you are pretty much co-located or within a couple hours driving distance Mm -hmm. of one side of your family, but not the other, that can get so messy and there can be emotions that get so hurt during that. Yeah. Some and jealousy. Yeah, absolutely. Just jealousy. It's the first thing you have to do is acknowledge it. Mm-hmm. And the next thing you have to do is be really intentional with the other family that lives farther away. Yeah. Because it's, I mean, just from common sense thinking about it, of course they're going to be upset that the other family gets to be there all the time and go to the events, go mm-hmm. to the baseball games and just get to babysit. So you, you really have to put thought and effort into it when you're trying to make your yeah. gatherings I would special. say also, yeah, try to find ways to keep them involved throughout the year and then maybe be willing to travel to them during those yeah. vacation times and or meet them somewhere or whatever. Or when they are in town, just making sure you are like kind of focused and giving that them that time that they don't normally get. Absolutely. And it's stressful, but that's family. You don't, mm-hmm. you get to pick your boogers, but you don't get to pick your family. <laughs> yeah. You heard that one? No. Oh, man. Oh, okay. What else? Well, I don't have much. I would just like to leave you guys with just the reminder that you got to communicate it. Mm-hmm. You can plan well. And you, sometimes you're going to have to be stern and then you're not always going to get your way, even if you're planning well and communicating well. Yeah. And just to acknowledge that and try to make the holidays not stressful. Yeah. And I would say if you do have in-laws that are getting upset, it is because they love you and they want to see you and spend time with you. So, like, their heart is in the right spot. They might, you know... There's no, there's no malicious intent there. Yes. They might not be, um, displaying it in the right way (laughs) or being, you know, understanding, but 
they just want to spend time with you at the end of the day. Most, getting so for, for the most part. <laughs> because they love you. Yeah. So just remember that. And hopefully you can work it out. 